Welcome in. Happy Friday. A ton to get to as fantasy football. Tons of news and notes. No Rodgers, Jordan Love, a couple of banged up uh, flex plays. So we'll get the latest news and notes with our guy, Ricky Larson. But we always love talking UFC as well. Uh, three big time fights on the UFC 268 main card. That's where we'll talk. I'll be watching the entire card, but uh, yes, sir. back to a night uh pay-per-view right we did you watch this past weekend where it was a uh, early morning glover to shocking the world that was crazy i did not but uh how about glover to you know oh, how long has he been fighting to get to the top of the hill it looked like my dad out there and he made jan blakovich look like an inferior opponent it was outstanding yeah he's been working for so long it's kind of nice to actually see him finally get to the top of the hill uh yeah. He's always been somebody that's fun to watch. And, you know, it, it's kind of weird. Fighting is a little bit different age-wise of mm-hmm. when people hit their peak. Yeah. You know, like football, if you're hitting 40, you're done, unless you're Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, 30, like mid Yeah, and now fighting, you know, guys aren't hitting their peak till like early 30s uh-huh. to close to 40, so – Kind of, kind of interesting to watch that happen, but yeah. So let, let's talk about the three fights this weekend uh, that have caught our eye. This fight moved like I think it was the third to last fight, like, uh, and now all of a sudden it's kicking off the main card. But Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler uh, set to do battle as Gaethje is, I believe, I saw about minus one eighty uh, as the favorite against Chandler. Chandler uh, he's from the zoo. I've got the zoo fans like saying, "Oh, Chandler's a guy." I'm not a like here's Chandler's arc. He comes in and beats Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker got twisted into a pretzel this past weekend in like 10 seconds. Like he's a little bit washed. Um, Gaethje destroys Ferguson, who looks like he's starting to slow down a little bit. And then he, you know, Habib does this to people where he just toys with Gaethje. That's his last fight. I think he's going to come back in a big way, but is Chandler a live dog? So, Uh, real quick, why that moved to the first fight on the card is because uh, Gaethje, Nami Yunus, and uh, Kamaru Usman are all teammates. Okay. So they wanted a little bit of time in between Gaethje and uh, Rose, you know, because they want to be, they want to sure. get Rose completely prepared. Um, and why not start the card off with a banger, you know? Yeah, that's going to be uh, awesome. These two guys, I expect this to be a gun slinging, just haymaker fight. You know, Michael Chandler, I like the guy. He is exciting to watch, as is Justin Gaethje. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Chandler, though, he's more in the uh, more into his prime, I guess you could say. Gaethje's been doing his thing for a long time. I, I think it's Michael Chandler's time, honestly. Really? Um, and if if this fight gets a little questionable for him on the feet, he is one hell of a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, can almost take down anybody and control them on the ground. So I, as much as I think this is going to be a rock'em, sock'em fight, yeah. if it gets a little questionable, Chandler's going to take it to the ground. And <laughs> that was a funny thing Gaethje said in the presser yesterday. He said... We'll see who's a pussy and start shooting for legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I imagine this is going to be three rounds. I would love to see them go five, but 
Yeah. Uh, I think since it's kicking off the card, it's going to be three. Chandler lost to Charles Oliveira, right? Who took the belt or the interim belt and, you know, hell of a fighter. That's his most recent uh, kind of footage we've seen of him. Yeah, that's going to be a hell of a fight to kick things off. We were talking off air about this Rose Namajunas fight and uh, Zelly, Zang, Zang Welly. I always mess that up. Uh, but Zhang Weili. Zhang Weili. Thank you. The rematch, right? So Rose Namajunas has the kick to the kick to the head. They stopped the fight super early. Kind of, you know, that's always well, not early, but kind of, you know, I always view that as not necessarily a fluke, but. Hey, if these guys went three, these girls went women went three to five rounds, what would the outcome been? That's why it is basically a pick 'em fight this go around, but you're liking Rose heading into the octagon. A hundred percent. so the last fight between these two, uh, my girlfriend had never seen either one of these two fight. And I was like, that Zhang Wei Li is a she's a badass yes you yeah. go out there and just tear her up but let's look at rose how did so she was the champion before how did she mm-hmm. lose the belt in a freak like got slammed on top of her head thing mm-hmm. and she was winning that entire fight yeah then you know put her in against young way lee who is an absolute monster and let's be honest she was picking her apart to begin with and yeah. then hits her with that head kick and she was out on the feet before yeah. she hit the ground. She was out when she hit the ground, she came back. <laughs> I mean, that, that's how that went. You know, I think it's going to be a great, great fight, but Rose, honestly, I, people just don't give her the respect that she deserves. Yeah. Uh, she shouldn't have lost the title in the first place. And, you know, Zhang Wei Li may have never become champion had Rose not lost that fluke uh to andrage right yeah 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 so that's what's interesting is she loses to andrage who then uh jean Lee ends up beating and then kind of holding the belt and it, so my first fight i saw was the rematch against andrage where rose won but it was like a split decision fight mm-hmm. and then uh on the other side of things she, it, before the fight against rose jean Lee had a split de- decision fight of her own so it's kind of like you know our which one's sharpening their tools you know into their prime as we've talked about or which one's kind of maybe receding it's it's interesting like basically 105 for rose right now 115 for john way lee who knows you know i'm expecting this to maybe go the distance this time around as opposed to the fluke first round finish uh you know both these both these girls i don't see this being a chance of like the first fight maybe oh, they don't want to put them to the judges right good point I, I think these two are gonna bang it out and Wei Li, i mean if you kind of look back to what uh yoana young jacek looked like in her prime a very fast consistent uh technical striker Wei Li looked exactly like that against andrage mm-hmm. and you know rose is just an absolute badass it's just this is probably going to steal the show honestly right, right. uh the last time that we had or the last time i watched where it was a title fight of women uh in the co-main or whatever uh they stole the show from the main event so right um well the main event is kamara usman colby covington too usman's never lost in the ufc uh colby obviously is lost to kamara um the quote, my favorite quote is Usman just yelling in Colby's face. Uh, I broke your face. I broke your face. 
Usman's just the scariest guy ever. There's like racial tensions in between these two. These two guys do not like each other. Um, it's going to be just a vicious fight. Uh, Usman, I think, is basically one to three favored. Is he going to lose? Is Colby going to stun him, or are we going to kind of see what we saw in round one? Uh, you know, first fight, if you if you look at the beginning of it, Colby was doing real well. He was, you know, putting together real good combinations, connecting solid. It wasn't up until that third-ish round when Camaro hit him with a real good shot. He goes back to the corner and is like, dude, my jaw's broken. Yeah. And then later says his jaw's not broken. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think it's it's a good close fight. Uh, but again, it may be like the first fight. Uh, Usman could start to get the better of Covington and Covington could try to take it to the ground. Yeah. Uh, only difference is Camaro is also an animal on the ground. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be tough to find anywhere to beat this guy unless it's on the feet and he can catch him with something, stagger him, and then try to take advantage there. Right. And that's, so again, you know, recent UFC fan alert. Uh, when I saw Usman for the first time was the foot stomping against Masvidal. And I was like, okay, you know what? But I saw the complete dominance, the control. And I knew Masvidal is a badass. So then the rematch against Masvidal, he gives him a dose of his own medicine and says, I'm going to knock you out. The guy who does not get knocked out, right? Uh, Burns, who's a bad man, tosses him aside. Like, I haven't seen a bad fight from Usman yet. Um, and then Colby, all I've seen was him beat a totally washed Tyron Woodley. You know, that he retired Woodley from the UFC, basically. That, that was ba a total mismatch. Um, so, I don't know. It, it's going to be – I'm hoping for a hell of a fight. I know – I mean, just look at this past weekend. Don't ever count out an underdog, right? Uh, it's going to be one great main event this weekend. Yeah, and, you know, Colby Covington's just a shitty person, so oh, I totally. would love to just see him get his face broken yes. again. But uh, with you. we'll have to see. We'll have to see. <laughs> um, so that will highlight our Saturday evening. Let's get to Sunday. OBJ today released. I saw he's favored to the Raiders. Um do you wherever he yeah wherever he goes do you like him uh obviously we've hated him from the get-go since he put on a browns uniform but that is the news of the day uh if he can temper his own like his himself yeah like he's just he's a poison to locker rooms totally i mean you saw at the end of his giants career throwing fits, fighting the football net on the sideline to at the Browns. He is wants to make it look like, oh, I'm a better guy now, but has his dad go out and call out Baker Mayfield. I mean, it, come on. You right. just, you cause all this drama. It's, I don't. And they just released him. I yeah. I mean, and so, I would, I would love to see him go to the Raiders. Cause then that gives the Broncos a better shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, is he going to, this is two locker rooms now that he's going to soil. Right. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting. Devonte Adams back off of COVID, but he's got a different guy thrown to him. Jordan love. What is the fantasy status this week for both these guys? Uh, Adams is still projected to be that top wide receiver. I mean, 
under Cooper Cup, who else, you know, are you going to bet on at, excuse me, at that position? Uh, but then, you know, I, I've been looking at possibly even picking up Jordan Love. I've got Herbert in every league and he's kind of just kicking me in the nuts right now. So, uh, you know, Love's projected somewhere a little above 20, which is actually, a, that's a good uh, projection, especially for your first start. Oh, yeah. uh, and the Chiefs, not very good Terrible. on defense. So uh, I think it could be kind of a shocker game for Jordan Love if, you know, say you had Tom Brady and they're on a bye this week, mm-hmm. throw them in. Yeah. Why not? What else do you have to lose? You're not going to get the points that you get out of Brady. So go ahead, you know, Same. and Adams, why not bet on him? You yeah. know, it, it's going to happen. I uh, ran into this in one of my fantasy leagues, and I had a question uh, asked of it, too. Matt Ryan or Teddy Bridgewater this week? Ryan's got the Saints. Teddy B has got Dallas. Damn. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Just don't play a quarterback this week. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Don't risk negative Uh, points. You know, I would still have to go Matt Ryan really I went Teddy B just uh, I don't know I I don't trust Matt Ryan just because he just lost another weapon yeah um I don't know though that Dallas secondary scares the hell out of me I I could see Teddy throwing maybe three interceptions this week which those will absolutely kill any score you get um and Ryan I think his first interception in like four weeks was last week. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been kind of being pretty consistent and he's been doing it without Ridley anyway. So why not go for him? And honestly, Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson look better than anybody that Denver's throwing the ball to right now. So good point. Yeah. Uh, he has been playing bad teams, but uh Saints worry me a little bit, but either or, I think they're going to be very similar. Uh, let's flip it in that Broncos game. Dak reportedly, according to him, uh, says he's going to be back. Uh, is that a play? Uh, yeah, if he's playing 100%, you got to put him in. I mean, he's got Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz, C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. He's got all these people to throw the football to. Um, and you know – temper your expectations a little bit because if he is playing i doubt he's going to be running all that much mm-hmm. uh would be kind of silly for him to be running at all with you know his situation but uh you know i don't think there's going to be a huge pass rush on him so he's going to have plenty of time to find open receivers uh and this secondary with all those weapons you can pick apart any secondary I mean, look at Brady and the Bucks. They've got all these weapons. It's just who is open that play, you know? Right. So I think Dak's going to be a great play this week. Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. He was talking about on his podcast that he doesn't think McCaffrey's going to go. It might just be a week away. It's still kind of working his way back off of IR, his second stint on IR. Uh, that's your latest uh, forecasting here. We're not going to see him against the Pats. Yeah, I mean – they kind of rushed him off IR the first time and he immediately almost went back onto the IR. So I mean, it's, uh, 
I think they are going to need to be smart today or not today, Sunday, um, and hold them out. And I think they will be. And Chuba hasn't been terrible for them. So no, I he's think been they solid. Can, yeah. They, they can be like, okay, we'll go ahead, give him another week. He is back at practice. Let him get a couple of practices in and see where that goes. Titans lose Derrick Henry. What can we expect from Jeremy McNichols? And uh, welcome to the starting role. You get Aaron Donald and possibly Von Miller. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, he'll he'll have a little bit of help as well with Adrian Peterson being in that back. Right, right. Good point. Um, but to expect either one of these running backs to take over any sort of different role than Derrick Henry did, I think is silly to think. Um, you, you can't replace the monster of, of a running back you know i mean who's gonna have uh, the edge it's uh, almost two different styles of playing mcnichols a little bit in the passing game and peterson in between the tackles uh depends on how you want to get your seven fantasy points from them each week <laughs> hey, there, <laughs> you want to get mcnichols receptions or do you want to get ap's you know 15 to 20 carries for 50 yards i mean yeah. uh Honestly, I don't see the either one of them in any different light than the other. Um, yeah. Maybe McNichols a little more upside because it is the passing game. In PPR, uh, sure. Yeah, but I, I think this team is going to have to turn more to A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, um, whoever the hell their tight ends are. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Is it Anthony yeah. Ferkser? Ferkser is one of them, and then I've seen another guy kind of be in and about. Yeah. So I think that's where they're going to have to start turning. Uh, looks like no James Robinson. Can you trust Carlos Hyde? Mm. <laughs> hey, Ohio State's own, right? Isn't that you're not gonna win? Yeah, um, you know, uh, you haven't been able to trust Hyde. I mean, he possibly falls into the end zone for a touchdown on the one yard line this week, but that would yeah, require they, Jacksonville to actually get there, they get their one um, touchdown. <laughs> And Buffalo's got the top running defense mm-hmm. in all of football. So if Jacksonville's going to move the ball at all, they're going to have to count on Trevor Lawrence, who has a negative touchdown to interception ratio right now. It's just, there's nothing beneficial from playing any Jacksonville Jaguar this week. Yeah. Hey, at least they won that one game in London against the Dolphins. <laughs> um Edmonds and Hopkins banged up again this week. Edmonds actually had a good week. Hopkins, you know, depending on how you viewed it, he had the touchdown, then he got injured again. And it was weird. Like Kingsbury didn't want him on the field, but he was checking himself back into the game by himself. Uh, I'm a little bit more worried about Hopkins this week because he's he was fine and now he's questionable late in the week, which is always a bad sign. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's been what we've been seeing all year from him. You know, and he goes out and gets touchdown just to spite me, you know, Uh, but (laughs) it's just, I I think he's going to be fine this week, uh, honestly. And San Francisco's defense, let's not sugarcoat it. They're not all that great either. Uh, They allowed Chicago to score 20 points. So uh, it's, it's whatever, but I, I, James Conner, I think, actually is going to be the top play hmm. for, besides, you know, Kyler, yeah. uh, because he gets a touchdown every week somehow. He got two last week. Yeah. If Edmonds is also limited, that's just going to create more work for, for Conner. 
uh, and possibly give him more receiving work because that's what Chase Edmonds mostly does is get that receiving work. So I think James Conner is actually the sneaky play this week for that game. Especially uh, with Edmonds coming in questionable again too. Um, appreciate it as always, sir. Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. Good stuff this week. We are set for UFC 268 and then another week of glorious NFL football. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.